0: Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 37. Mm. That's one round number, one little bit squarish. My name's Josh Canal. To my left, Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. To my right, Brett Cropley.
1: Good evening, viewers. I don't believe it's a prime though. 37.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yes. <laughs> I've just done the maths quickly in my head. Yes, it is a prime. Hooray! It's the first prime we've had since 31. <laughs> yes. How could we have waited this long? How? How can we have are, this are long? Are you
2: suggesting we should record the shows in a different order? Record maybe all the primes first. <laughs> Let's follow the Fibonacci sequence. Okay. We can do that.
0: Oh, no. It just makes it too hard. How about every time that we do an episode in the Fibonacci sequence... Uh, we do a have
1: special a party. segment. Let's have a party. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Well,
0: you know what? Well, this episode is very much like a party.
2: No, it's a very small episode. Not what? much. Not much happening this week.
0: Are you nuts?
2: <laughs> no, I just want to weed out all the non true believers. Ah. All the people who are kind of going. Shall I listen? Shall I not listen? Are the new listeners gone yet? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. We've got a ripper of a show this week. Okay Oh yeah. right. We had to wait for that door to close Yep
0: Okay <laughs> Because we've got Coming into the studio Josie Pirelli And Jeff Jenkins A.K.A. BR Mr. and Mrs.
2: Chart busting 80s themselves What does BR stand for?
0: Well I I, I asked Josie this Off air Because I wasn't sure if it You know Stood for something rude Uh It turns out One time She uh She, she forgot his name On the show <laughs> And uh and you know, I used to call him brother Jeff. And you know, cause she's from Perth, and they call everyone brother uh, in Perth. Mm. Apparently,
1: in this different language that they
2: speak over there. Yeah, mm. if
0: if we're wrong about that, hooray! At boxcutters dot net, <laughs> correct
2: us, Perth listeners. Uh, that'll and that'll come three hours after the rest of the emails. Oh yes. <laughs> 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 And she, she just, but at least they can play this time,
1: come on
0: She couldn't remember his name But, 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 BR And then it just stuck So we've got, we've got them coming into the, uh, to the studio They're out in the green room at the moment Waiting, licking mm-hmm. the glass, which is a little bit weird We've got some I Don't Buy It We're going to talk about the whole Michael V. Gretel Big Brother debacle Fiasco Fiasco That is the word I was looking for And I came with debacle We've got a review of The Wedge The new comedy on Channel 10 And uh, some letters to Boxcutters To close out the show Mm. But we're going to kick it off As we always do With Boxcutters News
2: Big news this week, a nasty and personal war of words has erupted after Channel 9's depiction of Sunrise host David Kosh as an ambulance chaser. Apparently Slater and Gordon are really upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a furious Kosh said at some point that the antics were childish and getting too personal, and there's no need to get so personal. I'm not getting into, going to get into a slating, slanging match with Eddie Maguire. It's not how Seven does things, he said. Now, this, this really upset me. Uh, I, I think this is pretty low of Channel 9. I think opportunistic people cynically suggesting that the reason David Koch got in that ambulance had anything to do with either ego or ratings it, is just a little bit out of line. I think we all know that he jumped in that ambulance for the good of the miners, nay, the good of the whole country... <laughs> The good of the whole country. And, I mean, what's next? People are going to start saying, oh, he didn't really just shout the bar at Beaconsfield that morning because he's a good bloke. Or they'll say, maybe he wasn't in Beaconsfield, uh, maybe he was in Beaconsfield just because of the miners. He didn't just happen to be there as well. I don't know um, where this cynicism's going to I, end.
0: I don't know, but I did like Channel 9's response, which was, well, would we lis- listen to him, he can't even grow his own hair. <laughs> Which, really?
2: No, that's not no, what they said. Although no, it like, does seem
1: that uh, Koshi has a bit of a short memory because last year when uh, Channel 7 knocked off 9 in uh, the news, they ran full-page advertisements in the papers nationally saying, we're number one, basically, and
2: also had the 7 logo kicking the 9 logo. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, But I guess that wasn't personal. No. That wasn't no, personal. No. But uh, you, you talk about uh, Channel 9's response. They, they did actually offer... To, uh, if if they they didn't want to call Channel 7 sooks, but they said if they're feeling to hurt, they're welcome to come over to 9 and they'll give them a bit of a cuddle and a pat on the head.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. It's really good. I love this. They, they're getting so bitchy. Meanwhile, Channel 9 screwing up all over the joint. Yeah. Jessica Rowe uh, this week. On the Today program, of course, as, as we are. Ha, 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 ha. The Today program with Jessica Rowe. and oh, she here? Carl Stefanov. No. <laughs> Sorry, no, I heard just, laughter. I was <laughs> just <laughs> me doing an impersonation. Sorry, Brett. I'm, now I got your hopes up. You do love her. can uh, stand her. Uh, Jessica Rowe was... <laughs> Jessica Rowe you was... You love her like I love Koshi. <laughs> <laughs> interviewing Brigadier, Brigadier Michael Slater in East Timor and asked a, a question... Of Brigadier saying, how safe is it where you are? Because I see that you do have armed guards behind you. And the Brigadier replied, Jessica, I feel quite safe here, but not because I have these armed soldiers behind me that were put there by your stage manager here (laughs) to make it look good. I don't need these guys here. And then we went on to talk about how dangerous it actually was on the street in East Timor. And uh, it was just a beautiful moment in television.
1: <laughs> and then... Have you got the, the, the next part of that?
0: Oh, that, uh, that Jessica Rowe said, Brigadier, I didn't realise that those soldiers were placed there specifically for the shot. I apologise.
1: But uh, later, he actually ran some uh, footage that uh, was supposed to depict the violence that's going on in the streets in, in East Timor. And uh, Brigadier Slater actually saw them and said, uh, sorry, they're, they're actually a couple of days old. It's nothing like that anymore.
2: Ah. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. And apparently now there's an email circulating pointing out this to All and Sundry in case they hadn't seen it. And uh, Channel 9 are crying foul, reckoning that it's Channel 7. In response to the ambulance chaser quip, yeah, because I'm sure that the brigadier is on the Channel Seven payroll. But hang on,
1: it wasn't Mark Llewellyn just saying that uh, you know they're fine where they're fighting with the sun on their back, that uh, they get a bit of a love tap, and they've,
2: it's all glass jaw time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, he were speaking about both of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Any more uh, Jessica Rowe news?
1: Yes, uh, this this isn't confirmed by anybody and it has nothing to do with any type of media release. <laughs> Sorry, any network. Sorry I
0: should have said any Jessica Rowe rumours.
1: <laughs> but um, in, in the course of uh, researching for this program, I'm on many internet forums and uh, you tend to get network insiders that uh, get to comment anonymously on those. And uh, one of those... Those such comments are that um, Jessica Rowe is on her final days at today. Uh, one of a, a media spy is reporting that Rowe will go within the next two weeks. Oh, really? I suddenly know which website
2: you are looking at. <laughs> it was a report of a report. Ah, yeah. I, I just, I just thought maybe the a media spy gave mm. it away. Capital M, capital S.
0: Speaking of, uh, of people who
2: aren't necessarily going to continue
1: on television, Johnny Young. Oh. Well, he's, he's had a career that you can't, you can't walk around TV for tripping over Johnny Young. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, apparently he was, he was supposed to come back for the ABC's The Pet Show. Yes. I don't know how, but we failed to, to report it on, on Box Cutters. I think we did. Well, maybe we did. You I, know I, what? It's, I've definitely read about it. Mm. Uh, so, John Johnny Young... Uh, is no longer going to host the pet show. Apparently, his radio commitments in Perth are just way too much for him, and uh,
2: and he's had to decline that offer. That that's not the real story. That is, th- they were having trouble getting the pets to sing. Say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> they could get them to sing. Oh, come we're on, putting they're- their arms around each other. They've got <laughs> Beatles barkers. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um, and
1: and that's like in the the six thirty slot on the ABC, which they have a. a a show, a regular show each night of the week That's produced in a different state Yes Ah, oh, okay so, so that would have been the one produced over in Perth Right And um, the, the antiques, collectibles, things
2: from down in Hobart And they're going to replace it with a panel show of some sort, I'm sure
0: oh, yeah. yeah Yeah, why not Well, this was a panel show But it was just Johnny Young and some animals <laughs>
2: <laughs> At a desk It was What it do was, you think, t- Doc? Rough. Ruff, you've been pitching that all day <laughs>
1: um hey there's a there's there was a bit of a chaser sunrise crossover episode uh if you saw the chaser on on friday night um you might have caught the the footage there. Uh, I actually brought it in with me tonight, but I can't play it for you. Uh, the audio would have just made it anyway. But it's actually uh, one of the Chaser boys live on with uh, with Koshy and the other chick um, asking. So this is this is live TV, and and then went through with a message to his girlfriend and Koshy, and, and what's her face were obviously expecting a big proposal. What? <laughs>
0: Should we should we spoil this for for the listeners slash viewers or should we just put it up on the Let's put it up on the website. We'll put it up on the website because yep. it is it is a great gag and uh, and definitely worth worth checking out. So we're going to have that up on the website uh sometime after recording this show. Clearly not during. It makes no difference to you, the listener. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers. Sorry. See, I did at that time. Time Warner.
2: Oh, you mean the WB. <laughs>
3: The
0: CW <laughs> and, uh, and and two of their the networks, Country Western Network, CNN and the Cartoon Network. Yeah, you can't make anything of that, can you? Uh, have sued cable vision systems. Well, I was
2: just thinking, it's the CNN and CN.
0: CNN and the Cartoon Network have sued cable. CN? Cable, cable.
2: No, TCN. You don't have to put the T in, surely? Tcn nine. <laughs>
0: Cablevision is a is a, a company that uh, is starting up a new PVR system, where instead of having to have your own hard drive at home and TiVo style draw the uh, draw the shows onto your hard drive, record them there, and and program it that way, that you can actually just bring the shows up on your television when you're ready to watch them. Oh. So it's a su- subscription based service where you say, okay, well I really like watching Will and Grace. Every every week, I don't know why I chose Will and Grace, but you
2: know, just Because you love them. I, oh, one that's PM great. Saturday. <laughs> and they're, they're t- showing first run episodes one PM on Saturday.
0: Ah, oh, well, that's
2: good to know. It's a great
0: time slot.
1: For they me. just want a
2: strong lead up to Blue Healers. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is on eight thirty on Sunday. Saturday isn't it? Sunday, not this week. It's, the last episode is on Sunday. Oh, is it? Yeah, you you showed exactly the same surprise last week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so this whole system is uh, is is going to be quite revo- revolutionary. Mm-hmm. For you know, I suppose the idea would be that you could take it anywhere you went, anywhere you went, you could just say these are the shows that I want. I'm guessing. I don't know. I might be adding f- features to, to their <laughs> service that they don't actually. We have. can't get it here, so it doesn't however, matter. CNN and Cartoon Network are both suing because they say that that's not actually recording for home use, but is a rebroadcast of those shows, and this company has no right to rebroadcast the shows. Uh. They have a point. It's a bitter, pedantic point, <laughs> but it's it's definitely a point. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in in that sense. I mean, still, in Australia, we don't have TiVo, so what's the point?
2: Well, in uh, news closer to home of a similar vein... Uh, we, we talked a few weeks ago about Ice TV, which is supposedly going to be the Australian version of TiVo. Which, I, I really want to wrap my hands around that. Which is uh, supposedly coming soon. But apparently the Nine network is suing Ice TV at the moment. Uh, and its claim is that it thinks Ice TV has breached its copyright by creating a program guide that looks similar to... To the Channel 9 program guide.
0: What? Hang on. on what, on the 9MSN website?
2: I, yeah, I, I suppose so. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, but there is quite a bit of speculation out there that it's uh, 9 and the other commercial networks are just trying to put a, put the brakes on Ice TV uh, because they're worried that the technology allows users to avoid ads. So, so hang on. Channel 9 is saying, look... We-
0: We've got the news at 6pm, and Ice TV say that we've got the news at 6pm. <laughs> yep. They're identical.
2: Yep, and apparently to uh, they either put the word 9 or have a logo 9 to indicate that Channel 9 that it's that network in their programming, so it's too similar to Channel 9's. That's what,
0: in fact, that Channel 9 logo is almost exactly the same as the Channel 9 logo. I couldn't tell them apart.
2: <laughs> Apparently, at the moment, though, Ice TV have uh, 1,800 subs- uh, subscribers already. Oh, fantastic. For, for, for
0: what? For... <laughs> just... <laughs> just buy the green guide. <laughs> they're just sitting... Well, no, but it's also, it's also about recording your own... So, so The
2: technology's not here yet, is it? Oh... Like, like, like they've got these subscribers. Oh,
0: because you can actually log into the Ice TV, uh, the, the ICE TV uh, guide, Website.
2: guide.
0: Uh, with your Windows uh, Media Center, if you want. Or if you've set up oh. a, a, a Linux-style media center, you can log into the Ice TV site and subscribe to that and have them send the guide every day.
2: That doesn't still seem like $146 a year worth. You could you could still just look at the Green Guide. <laughs> you save your money, people. However, <laughs> if you're listening to box cutters, save your money. Don't but, subscribe to but the Green to guard us is, TV The Green Guide
0: is often wrong yeah. because the the dailies get updated.
2: <laughs> I still don't think that the EPGs get updated 40, daily. Yeah, I still um, don't think that's worth 146 dollars.
1: Even down to how late like, Millionaire's going to run this uh, this week. Um, really? Are yeah, they that it,
0: accurate? Yeah, they are with uh, with Millionaire, but not with Star Dancers.
2: Oh well, they can't be with Star Dancers because it's live. Yeah. But yeah, they are with millionaire. I'd pay maybe one (laughs) hundred and thirty-eight,
0: but not one hundred (laughs) and forty-six. Interesting. That's your cut.
1: Interestingly, in this case, uh, the the founder of Ice TV actually went to a law firm called Gilbert and Tobin Mm. and got advice uh, about being able to use uh, the the style of guide that they're using. Channel Nine are now using Gilbert and Tobin. To for the for the legal action
2: against Ice TV, conflict <laughs> of interest. <laughs> yes, so they've advised him. So that I should it's have fine. pressed my cough button during that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Uh, the, the guy from Ice TV, uh, whose name is Mister Ross, saying uh, this is technology that's taking the rest of the world by storm. No, this is technology that took the rest of the world by Ten storm a little while ago. Yep. We're just slowly catching up.
0: Meanwhile, six months ago, people used to uh, actually just plug into the nine MSN. TV guide, and get all the information from that for free. And yeah. then uh, and then they went, oh, we'll change it around so that you can't do it anymore. Uh, and people got around that as well. So still, I don't know why you'd subscribe to it TV, <laughs> because there are workarounds for it.
1: Mm. Ice TV uh, is in the process of launching a, a, a public offering and going public on the share market. I But but the pending with the court case. Yes, I it's think. been put off for another couple of weeks. Um, the system allows people to... If I can find it, uh, record favorites, record more than one show at a time. And fast forward forward past the ads, which uh, people are saying is why Nine has launched the action. In related news, all three networks are suing all manufacturers of video recorders that allow viewers to fast forward ads and uh tv manufacturers that that provide a remote control for viewers to actually switch channels during the ads and they'll shortly be pursuing viewers themselves who walk away from their tv during the ads so just you people watch out right
0: yeah i didn't i didn't realize that it was my duty to to watch the ads
1: speaking of duty you can't get anything for nothing now josh you know that
0: <laughs> speak speaking of duty a lot of fans uh, of the BBC mix-up man, as I like to call him, have taken it on as their duty to petition the BBC. So this is the who, guy
2: we talked about a few weeks ago who...
0: Who went yeah. onto the BBC accidentally ah, the and cab did, driver,
2: who wasn't a cab driver. He the cab driver who wasn't a cab driver and may who have been feigned, an his, feigned his, uh, his knowledge of his whatever knowledge whatever
0: it was. Of, it was the uh, Apple Music versus Apple iTunes Store mm-hmm. thing and uh, and where he just decided to say yes. Well, uh, I think lots of people will uh, be going to the internet now because you can you know walk down the street and go into an internet cafe. Uh, he really <laughs> knew a lot about the subject. People have been uh, petitioning the BBC to give him a job <laughs> at the corporation. Uh, there's uh, you can go to www.guygoma.com. That's G U Y G O M A. There's an uh, an online campaign to get the uh, unlikely TV star a job.
2: That'd be great. The they could sale. have him on any show, just discussing any topic. Just bring him in, and what do you think about uh, the weather? Oh, weather is good. The, anyone <laughs> can go outside, and uh, sometimes it will rain on them,
0: and, and sometimes it won't. <laughs>
1: Um, hey, there was a bit of a soccer match uh, this week at the MCG. Greece versus I, I Australia. Just, I just which want to apologise. Ross
2: made a big call on saying three one for my to Greece
1: uh, for my on air prediction. Obviously, uh, Australia won one 0 mm.
2: That's what I meant to say. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, well, wasn't that
0: though? I, I mean, I didn't watch any of the game. It was just I... a friendly game. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's actually given SBS their highest rating, their second highest ratings ever uh, with a peak of 2.27 million viewers and an average of 1.53, uh, putting it just behind November 2005 match uh, where Australia qualified for the World Cup. Ah, for the World Cup qualifier. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, in Speaking of segues, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Dicko we all know and love originally from Australian Idol and then from my restaurant rules. And then briefly from star dancers during the Muppets theme is to host Australia, Australian survivor. No celebrity. Well, Sorry. Yes, celebrity celebrity. Survivor. Survivor. No, I got, I got mixed up because I was thinking as I was saying that, did they not see any of Australian survivor? Do they not understand why are they making a celebrity Australian survivor? Uh, well, This is, interestingly, Dicko, of course, is contracted to Channel 7. So, Channel 7 are taking this. Channel 9 apparently don't have the rights, uh, which I think has something to do with Australian Survivor. Apparently, but, there's,
1: there's some sort of contract loophole. I couldn't actually track down what it was, but there was a loophole in the contract between uh, Mark Burnett and Channel 9. Right. but that uh, allowed Channel 7 Channel to jump 9 in there. wouldn't want it. Well, the thing is... Not again. Well, <laughs> yeah,
0: because 9 has the rights to US Survivor. Mm -hmm. And we've discussed the whole nine, Foxtel, Mark Burnett thing Mm -hmm. on on the show before. But Seven just has the rights to a local survivor, to to make their own local survivor. Oh, so it's not just celebrity. They could make their own... They could make their own box cutter survivor if they wanted to. Really? Uh, but then, as we all know, Brett would win all of the challenges and uh, and we'd be left out in the cold.
1: True. Uh, some of these uh, celebrity survivor I, contestants... I don't think that is true, because I
2: think by the time it went to air, we would have won and Brett would still be arriving. <laughs> <laughs> He'd still be
0: waiting for the first episode on tape.
2: The contestants
1: announced so far are Gabrielle the Pleasure Machine Richards. I have no idea who this woman is. Anybody?
2: No no idea. Oh, The the Pleasure Machine, of course. Gabrielle
1: Richens, The Pleasure Machine. Um, Former Iron Man Guy Leach, politician David Oldfield. (gasps) David Oldfield! (laughs) And model Imogen Bailey. Um, So, basically, nobody that has really any celebrity left anymore. But how is this not, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? Uh, No, 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 Celebrity Survivor. (laughs) It's not in a house, it's on an island.
0: No, but I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here was...
2: Big Brother. Celebrity. No. No, 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 no. Celebrity Survivor.
0: Right. Oh, I've got it. So it's like Survivor, but with celebrities. You got it. So then who are those people that Brett read out?
2: <laughs> well, judging from, you know, Channel 7's Stable of Stars, they're, they're, they're pretty high up there. They're going. I read somewhere on the internet someone's complaining that Channel 7 are going to run out of stars because they're doing uh, It Takes Two, they're doing another series of star dancers, they're doing... This garbage. Like, surely they're going to run out of Z-grade celebrities. For example, who's hosting the real sea change? That was John Howard, wasn't it? Was it? No, no, he was in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the real sea change. Yeah, not, not the real sea change. The real sea change. <laughs> <laughs> not Crawl, Crawl!
0: <laughs> Fox Sports 3 is about to launch on cable television. Foxstar and Allstar on Thursday, announced that uh, the Fox Sports Network would add one more channel. It's going to launch in October with a 24-hour-a-day service, as we'd expect, that includes new live and exclusive Australian and international sports television. Uh, I think it's only going to be on Octus TV and Foxtel Digital. So, if you've still got Foxtel Analog, I don't think you're going to be, uh, you're going to be able to get... The uh, the Fox Sports 3 uh, I don't know what it's It's going to have Hyundai A-League And exclusive Australia International matches Also all of those All of those sports deals That Fox Sport Have been touting. Snapping up I'm pretty sure That they're going to end up On Fox Sports 3 And you'll have to pay Extra for Fox Sports 3 While Fox Sports Is still part of the General uh, Package mm. The basic package mm-hmm. That's going to be Interesting for them
1: Hmm. Hmm. A warrant was issued for the arrest of former Wheel of Fortune hostess Adriana Exenides after she failed to appear in court on charges of dangerous driving causing grievous bodily harm which uh, happened on August 17 last year. Uh, The police went to her uh, house in Hintonbrook. Uh, I'm not from Sydney, so I'm not sure if that's actually how you pronounce it, uh, the next morning, and, and she, she said, oh, no, I'll be there. And so they didn't actually get to arrest her. She turned up, and uh, she was found guilty. Of now,
0: none of the
2: rumours about her are true, are they?
0: Uh, no, I don't. I don't believe any of those rumours that you were shouting before the show <laughs> about past
2: lives. About past lives, about past sexuality. That's very untrue.
0: I, well, I've 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 got no evidence of that. All I know is that she knew how to turn a letter around. Well,
2: and the, and the other rumor that whenever you know a contestant said I'd like an E, she took an E. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's also untrue. That that also was wasn't Absolutely true. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. And uh,
1: she pleaded not guilty to the crime. The case was the Jan till July twenty five.
0: Oh, okay. hopefully oh, she'll she turn can, up then. She can get heaps of drinking done in that time.
2: She she was the old school. She was old school. She actually turned the letters around yeah. as opposed to yeah. now when they just press them. and. Are, are, they, so, are they really pressing? Are they just pointing now? Oh, do they just point now? Uh, oh, and, no, no. They,
0: they, they make it look like they, they're pressing it. But, but then
2: but, at the end of the show, when it says, thanks for watching, which, you know, all shows have to thank you for watching now. It's mandatory. Yep. Uh, it just comes up automatically. There's no one pressing it. Right. That's spooky. Mm, that is spooky. Maybe, but, maybe but it's the pre ghost dec- of Adriana Exenitus. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> now then they'd turn, surely. <laughs> and lastly, in the Box Cutters news. And lastly, uh, Lost's Michelle Rodriguez has no regrets about going to prison, she was saying. Uh, she spent 65 hours behind bars and she came out and said, It was so cool. I loved the people. And it was a really primal crew. It was an amazing experience and I wouldn't take it back for anything. I really believe in destiny and it's like, cool. If I'm going to be killed in there, then I'm going to be killed in there. But the people were cool. I represent... She's not, she is hardcore. I represent the people. You know what I mean? If someone picks on me, they'll get what's coming. I didn't do it to handle myself is what I'm saying. I love it in there. People got where I was coming from. What a pity she didn't kill someone. She could have gone away for a lot longer. I would have- well, that, that must have been
1: the, the Hawaii. Was it Hawaii where she was locked uh, up? Yeah. And so it must have been before the, the decision that gave her 60 days must have yeah it must have been the first one yeah
0: it it was the first one yeah
1: so uh i loved it so
0: much so she's obviously uh, i'm going back for a couple of months yeah
2: yeah and that's a that's a little bit different from her tact that she was saying you know when she got pulled over for the last one why don't you just kill me or whatever it was that she was saying yeah Mm. yeah
0: Yeah. maybe she's got some problems
2: maybe and that
0: is the box cutter's (laughs) news And we're joined in the box cutter studio by the very sexy Josie and Jeff from Chart Busting Eighties.
4: Hello, I know the sexy was referring to me. <laughs> How are you? And Try to explain will- yourselves.
1: <laughs> listeners will be able to check that out uh, by checking out the video podcast. There is
0: there. no video
1: <laughs> podcast. Oh, I was hoping
0: to
4: strip, and the jacket goes off now. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> across the room. There's Guess no reason you should
0: stop doing that, Josie, just because there's no Always video for podcast. You, Josh. Always
4: and for you. Josie
3: wants to dance, Josh.
4: Can I dance? Can I get up and dance? Well this like is I said for Jeff in the old days.
0: Ever <laughs> Ever since the Shembri. Oh. Oh uh,
4: yeah. Okay, hang on. I, I think <laughs> Shembri.
0: We've we've jumped ahead a little bit too far. I mean Chart Basting 80s does go out. Almost entirely around the country.
4: It does, except for Perth, where I'm still known as Pina, the hairdresser.
0: And I like the, I like the way that you say, uh, except for Perth, and it doesn't go to Hobart. But <laughs> you just However, as yeah. much as much It <laughs> does go to Mount Gambier. It.
4: Mount Gambier. It's rocking over there on Bush Vision. So, welcome to the jungle but, over there. But for those, for those who
0: haven't seen the show,
4: do you want to give a little explanation? How can you not see the show? It's a bit rich, don't you think, sure. <sighs> Jeff?
0: I know, well, you know, I know f- you
4: don't give a rat. Seeing, however. From,
0: seeing from the website that, you know, tickets for the final show ever this year.
4: Are booked <laughs> out.
0: Completely
3: booked out.
4: I know, isn't that fantastic? So, She's an upgrade from the three we had last year, isn't it, Jeff? <laughs>
3: Even if you see the show Josh, I I don't think you can explain it either. You so can't. it's a tricky one. You well, do...
4: it started off being an eighties music show. And it, well, I was back in the day I was as boring as Jeff. And then <laughs> <laughs> And then we just progressed on and I added Jeff, which got even more boring. However, I just one night I got really bored myself and I decided to do a bit of a dance. And so good was the reaction that I just continued doing it. So it's actually an 80s music variety, but it is off the cuff. It's not scripted. it's just madness. And I just, I love the 80s. I worship the ground the 80s walk on. I cry when the 80s isn't played. I watch myself constantly just to be reminded how good I am and how great the clips are. So I constantly (laughs) refine my dance movements. So that's sort of how... I think that's sort of well, the long and short of it, isn't it? Is it, it kind Jeffy? of
3: countdown meets one of those crazy Italian variety shows? <laughs> yeah,
4: I think it's like the crazy Asian variety shows, not the ones mm. where you eat the spiders and you strip and Japanese all those sort shows. of That's yeah, my that's role. Exactly, that's exactly right. That's that's Jeff's role there. He's the spider, clean out the cobwebs. However, um, I think that's sort of the best way that we can we can sort of describe it, like. Yeah. It's it's Molly would like to say that. It's chaos. It is chaos. I mean, countdown was, but I think that was more out of what was coming out of Molly's mouth than what was actually (laughs) (laughs) happening on the show. Yeah, it's
3: live to air, so whatever happens happens. Happens. And Josie swears and
4: And so when I tell Jeff to fricocious off i got to watch the copyright law. It's actually, it's, it's totally, that's the scripted part because I make sure I can at least say it seven times within the show. Right. Which is fantastic. So
1: do you, had you actually uh, scripted the sign-off little hello to Jim Shambry? <laughs>
4: <laughs> See, a lot of people misconstrued... They, You know, Jim and I, we're getting married in the fifth life because he reckons he's got a lot of reading to catch up on and I'm (laughs) going to pursue George Michael for the next four lives. How did you meet Jim? Oh, you, yeah. Well, see, Jeff, being the, the kind gentleman he is, we went out on what was he thought was a date, but I just thought it was a free meal, and he dropped me off in, in Johnston Street in Fitzroy. All of a sudden, I see, see Jeff's Festiva driving off. He drives a Festiva Rego number. Um, and running down the street, all of a sudden I hear, Josie, Josie, anyone that knows Johnston Street, Fitzroy, we all know how it's like, and I sort of met that when I came from Perth. I see this man running with a foot hanging out of his shoe, a dirty cap, <laughs> an old t-shirt. Josie, Josie, and I mean beggars can't be choosers. Maybe I shouldn't be it's too picky. You're goes, wishing you were back in the festival. <laughs> I, I wish I was in the festival. however, I, I've turned around. I've gone shit, and I was just see Jeff's car just driving away. There's no one around. Josie, I love you, and I've gone. We'll see. He's only human. Jim Shembury from The Age, how are you? And it sort of said from there, he goes, I love you and I'm going to write everything about you. I mean, this man, he can't, there can't be nothing wrong with him. So we had this beautiful relationship and then he saw me dance and I think he got very turned on. But he doesn't want to admit that. I think it's plain hard to get.
0: It was a guilty thing.
4: I think it was a guilty right. thing. There's <laughs> nothing to be guilty of, as Babs would say.
0: Because then... Hundreds, thousands of letters to the Green Guide.
3: I was saying, very busy that, week, he so. was busy that week. I used my left hand though. Was <laughs> yeah, the other one was,
4: that, yeah, turning himself loose, I believe.
0: And uh, what, what I, I mean, the show is chaos. It How is. do you get it to run to time? What do guests think of it?
4: You know, I think in all the time I've done Sharp Bust in the 80s, there's only been one guest that's complained who's insignificant. He's called Jeff. No, um, <laughs> the person that complained, it was because he didn't like that. Um, oh, he said he was a comedian. And I happen to say something, Jeff knows who it is, I happen to say something that just got a little bit more of a laugh than what he did and he just, oh. uh, you know how the precious comedians are? <laughs> yes. Yes. So that sort of was probably one of the guests, you know, that we had a problem with. A lot of people come with these false expectations that they, as soon as they come in, they're like, oh, can you get me a coffee? And we go, "Yes, yeah, straight upstairs to Vendor 4. <laughs> We're not going to help you. Piss off. I have to go and get my own coffee. Why not? I have to get you one. And so people are under that misconception, but I think now, it's easier now to sell chart busting 80s. It's easier to say to a guest, Look, come on, because a lot of people are familiar with it. We've had enough publicity. They all know about Crazy Josie. And I think, in one shape or another, a lot of people in Melbourne have tuned in to see this person just screaming her head off at this one over here, which I mean, it's not just held back for the show. It's, it's continually. I mean, you saw it before when we came on the saw show. The show in the
2: green room. Why are you so mean to. Poor well,
4: Jeff. I'm so mean. I think it's called charm, actually, Ross. <laughs> However, people say it's mean because I was actually married to Jeff at one point. And he didn't satisfy me, and I think he needs to be reminded of that very fact. So he, he, Thanks
3: for bringing that up.
4: Yeah, he didn't want to talk about it. But
3: I don't want to claim credit, guys, for everything that's happened to Josie, but I did get you a movie role.
4: Oh, yes. I oh, see how he works himself in.
3: <laughs> He's
1: good that way. <laughs>
4: he is, the smooth operator. That's why we were married at one stage. What
1: film was that? Are we talking Trojan Warrior or that-
4: Yeah, yeah. What we're talking about is um, there was a producer, I actually did a, a part in a film. It's called Up for Grabs. will be out later this year. An Australian film. And uh, the producer met me and goes, look, I just want to know that I, I don't know anything about you. I said, how can you not know anything about me? Maybe I should just walk away. I was insulted. He goes, I don't know about Josie Pirelli, but I did hear about you. I never watched TV, but I somehow got Channel 31 one night. She goes, and you were yelling at that man. What is he called? Uh, BR or something? (laughs) And I said, I watched you for four weeks. And you kept yelling at him. And we thought, she's consistent at the yelling at this guy. <laughs> so, so we'll cast her as the bitchy lawyer. And they said, and the first scene they filmed was actually me screaming at a criminal, telling him that he was screwed, he was precocious, he was everything. Do you know how hard it is not to say the F word when I can so freely say it on my show? Um, however, yeah, so that was, Jeff Sorry. takes the credit for that part there.
3: And that's a big Uh one with Russell
4: Gilbert. Russell Gilbert's in it. I'm in it. And you just can't get any bigger than that.
3: Now, (laughs) on on the
0: website, I've seen that uh, you've got the, uh, the poll... Yeah. Should Josie
1: be a guest on Rove?
4: Yeah, well, I believe so. The time has come. You well, know?
1: I, I actually think that, that you can go beyond Rove. Become well, think, the next Rove. Become the next Gold well, Logie Well, you know,
4: cut out the middle man. Just talk to Jesus, mate. Be, Just be, cut him out. Because it's very away. much
1: the same path that uh, Rove travelled. He started well, off in Loft on Channel 31. Well, he did. Came from Perth.
4: He did come from Perth. He supports the wrong football team. He's from the other side of the river. However, I'm from the Burbs and he's from, I think, Frio or something and he's a Frio Dockers fan. I'm from the Burbs, hung out with all, you know, everyone else and everyone's a mate and a brother over there. And so you're a Eagles fan? I'm a West Coast Eagles fan. Very proud, very true. And number one on the ladder, I believe. <laughs> I did it. Woo! Blowing my own whistle. At time
0: um, of recording. At time of recording.
4: <laughs> here we go. However, um, no, so well, when, if I went on Rove, I think, mean, yeah, he would know what to do with me. He's snubbed me twice at the Logies Ooh. now. I no don't really. exist to him. We've got him on camera pretending that I don't exist. How can you pretend I don't exist? I'm pretty <laughs> in your face. And, he, you know, when you see someone, you know, like an ex-girlfriend, ex-partner, a one-night stand, you go... Oh, I can't look at them, you know, I'm looking away. That's what he was doing. Oh, I oh, pretend you're not there. <laughs> Jeff does it all the time. You know, the, the girls that have been with him look away. But, um, yeah, it's now time to jump beyond that and uh, we're slowly getting there.
2: Because how long have you been doing chart-busting 80s for now?
4: It'll be, um, it's, I started putting it together in May 2000 and went on air November 1st, 2000. So, wow.
0: so longer than Dancing with the Stars.
4: Longer than Dancing with the Stars. Can you believe it? Right,
0: better dancing. And yeah. much
4: better dancing, author. I think I'm sexy. I think I look fantastic. I don't understand why I haven't been picked up for Dancing with the Stars. Well, this is,
0: that was going to be my next question.
4: Why have I not been picked up for Dancing with the Stars? I don't understand. I,
0: I want to know why I haven't been picked up for Star Dancers. I want to know why I haven't been picked up for Star Singers. That's I want to, right. I want to know why you're not in the voting categories for red carpet at the Logies.
4: Look, I feel like my life's been severely cut off. I believe they're threatened by me, and you can't help that. Look at me. I'm gorgeous. Don't overwhelm yourself by, you know, the bikini I'm wearing in here today. <laughs> I, I just want you to contain yourself. <laughs> can't look at you because I'm, I'm, no, I don't know I'm if I can hold hot. back. It's getting hot in here. Take off all your clothes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, that's, that's not an 80s song, Josie. No, it's the words. But if I word it my way, it's getting hot in here. It just sounds very <laughs> Josie and very 80s. But, yeah, no, I don't understand every other Z-plus grade celebrity. I mean, Erica Heinetz on It Takes Two, Judy Nunn, Richard Zachariah. Come on now. Who, we,
1: who, who just spoke the, yeah, the song? Um, Oh,
4: when the shark bites with his uh, teeth, dear. That's a bit like Jeff. When, <laughs> Jeff and I, we like the pet shop boys. I'm like Neil Tennant. He's like Chris Lowe. He just sits in the background, pretends to do a bit of animation. <laughs> Mobile prop. It takes two, doesn't it, I, Jeff?
0: <laughs> I always saw him as uh, the Andrew Ridgeley to your George Michael.
4: I'll take that. (laughs) He'll take that. um, So in 20 years, watch out for the Reformation Tour between me and VR. (laughs) The Comeback Tour. We'll do like
3: a countdown
2: tour 20 years from now.
4: (laughs) We'll bring back Sherbet because they'll be around then.
2: (laughs) Just on uh, music, what do you think of all those uh, 80s... Remixes and covers That are very popular At the moment
4: Well see It was only a matter of time Because in my other occupation I teach on Grey Street And a lot of the kids Are about 17, 18 And they're all like Josie have you heard This new song Oh it's so cool And I think mm. that What's her name Rihanna
0: Rihanna yeah. Rihanna
4: Oh yes That would be the name That I'm not interested with in With
1: SOS Yeah with samples, SOS Which, which is a,
4: Yeah that's right So it's just It's got the whole beat The whole tune They're going Isn't this so cool This is awesome I tell them it's from the 80s They go No it's not Because that's all boring music uh, I just I tell them to over the books, I cancel all their bookings and they failed. <laughs> it's really quite simple. <laughs> Abide by the teacher's rules.
2: I understand.
4: What doesn't happen? Chef's taking up some etiquette classes on Grace Street, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to end that there. <laughs> and, uh, However, talk about your DVD because because you know uh, on box cutters we talk about television shows, series that have released stuff on DVDs uh, often we cover them in a segment called things you may have missed on free to air television because you might not have been able to receive it because your antenna might not be strong enough but it is now available on DVD you might want to check it out we love our you punchy are, segment
4: awesome. yeah, I like that, I like that. We, might we, steal that. <laughs> we might steal that so can you remember verbatim Jeff because you'll be saying this tomorrow night because I'll be too busy swearing um, yeah it's second DVD well I couldn't believe we got the first one off the ground and it ended up selling really really well so I just about Died when I found out it entered the ARIA charts last year at 28. Really? That's
0: outrageous.
4: That is get out of town territory. And when it went to number 15, like I am a huge Freddie Mercury fan. He is my idol. I love him to bits. The best moment had to be when Chart Busting 80. Why are you smirking? (laughs) It's
3: all good.
4: Precocious off. When it debuted, when it went to number 15 and number 14 was Queen live at the Wembley oh. and 16 was Air Supply. Oh. oh. Don't say the morning's come. Don't say the morning's come so soon. <laughs> I love Air Supply. I'm going to stalk this duo. I love them to be... I, I don't understand why you're laughing, Josh. something's something just, wrong.
0: Just because my my memories of Air Supply are briefly from Donny Sutherland Sounds. <laughs> And otherwise, from every other week on Solid Gold.
4: Oh, yeah. Loving other bruises, making love out of nothing at all. soul. <laughs> yeah, Jeff knows that. Yeah. I just love the album cover. Their original Air Supply Greatest Hits, and it was all done in pencil with the, with the hair just taking up the album cover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just loved it. So that was the biggest highlight. So the original print of that was 4,000, and it ended up, it's going into reprint again. So with the release of the second one, we're going to like do a re-enter of the chart. So I think the first one sold over six thousand. This second one, yeah, I yeah, this is really exciting. The second one. So now it's uh, we've got one interview on there as opposed to five on the last one. We've got one interview with Pat Wilson, that oh, the Bop Girl. She's yep. a Bop Girl. She's a Bop Girl. And I love all the tracks on it. And it was, it's really exciting. Like, I get emotional. I forget that it's my DVD because I'm going – I'm crying. I get very emotional when I watch 80s music. I just can't help myself. And they went, oh, that's my DVD because I'm going, oh, this is good. Because at 3 in the morning, anything looks good besides Jeff's body because I roll him over usually. And I'm putting in <laughs> the DVD and I've gone, this is fantastic. I'm going to go and buy it. And then I go, hang on, it's mine. And you sort of overwhelm yourself. <laughs> yeah, you just go, oh, my God, I can't believe how great this compilation is.
1: So how do you go with like getting releases for all the clips that are on the...
4: the... Getting the clearances and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. We're actually really, for the DVD, we're really lucky because Shock is just such a great supporter. So they look after all the legalities, legalities. Speak English, Josie, legalities. Mm-hmm. And uh, But for the show, it's a little bit different. So you've got to wrestle um, wrestle with the record labels. And I started off originally with about seven record labels. I had Island and I had... Mercury records and then everything's been sold and bought out and whatever. So now I'm only dealing with three. And it's like, Okay. Hi, it's Josie again. So now it's like you know, like when you a neighbour that comes and eats your food, it's like, Oh yeah, how are you? Just help yourself, no problem. <laughs> In the beginning it's like, Hi, I'm Josie pirelli I'm doing an 80 show. Yeah? How can I help you? Um, I like to use the music, um, 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 um. Yeah, it'll be five hundred dollars a clip. I can't afford that. I've got a $10 budget and that's got to cover my food. But now they're a little bit more accommodating, I think, because the profile's lifted. We're our national now. So they're a little bit more accommodating to help us. There's always a little bit of a payment involved. Thanks for helping, by the way, Jeff. No worries. Our $5,000 budget goes to his microphone. (laughs) Right, Jeff. And
2: I don't want to. uh bring the tone down too much, but I do have a question for Jeff. What? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jeff, I know you're, uh, you're J- J- J-
2: interested just in... turned her back. I <laughs> that and, out. Should, with a knife, twisting. <laughs> I know you're very interested in uh, other sorts of music, like uh, popular music and current music, as opposed <laughs> to just, to, uh, just to 80s uh, Maybe I should just
4: leave. I thought there was no swearing on this show. What's current and popular music?
2: <laughs> so how do you cope with just, just 80s
3: the whole time? For me, it's like being back at high school. Mm-hmm. And it's it sort of, you have these weird flashbacks on Thursday nights <laughs> when we're live to air. It is like I'm 14 mm-hmm. and being back at high school. So it would 14. drive me crazy if it was 80s music every day of the week. But for one day of the week, and I get to spend it with my ex wife, <laughs> it's it's a <laughs> beautiful it's moment. Yeah, And I think that's why it connects with a lot of people. They are sort of my age, late 30s. A lot of them are married now with kids. They might not go out that much anymore. So. Thursday night or Saturday night or whenever they get to see it it's like they're going out again even though they're they're stuck at home with their kids they can sort of relive those glory days of the 80s so I think that's one reason why it works as well as my co-hosting yeah yeah. and
4: where's this late 30s bullshit aren't you about 47 this year yeah I was about 14 at the time get off you picked me up when I was on school holidays (laughs) hello little girl so have, you,
1: oh, so have you had any conversations with any of the networks about uh, going commercial, about taking no. it that way? like,
0: yeah. Blokeswell did it.
1: Yep.
4: Blokeswell did it. However, they did change somewhat. The thing is, I'd love to go to Commercial Network because, for me, it's not so much, oh, my God, you're going to see me on Channel 10. It's more, I'd love to see how far the wings of Chart Bus 80s could spread with a budget, with a massive studio, and with just technical people that they just focus on working in the studio instead of going, it's 5 o'clock, right, let's go and get the props. Because every week we've got to set up the studio. So, And this. The, the unfortunate thing with Chart Bus 80s is the limitations on what you can do in there. Mm. So we can't do pyrotechnics because we're just the sprinklers are going to come down. We can't put 700 people in the studio because it only allows 150. It's all those sort of things. And there is that but one
0: guy in the front row who's there all Frankie. the time. It's,
4: so, so Frankie. I was right. There
0: is this one guy who's always
3: there, <laughs> and he
4: just stands out. Doesn't and we don't
3: have he? to pay much either. <laughs> you know?
4: Just <laughs> he just spends the night with Jeff. <laughs> he lines up outside the door at six, and he won't move anywhere. It is blistering cold. No, I stay here. So I'm, I stay here until Jeff comes. So I can open the door for him.
3: It's it's true. He's a great <laughs> man. Then he's my props the, guy.
4: <laughs> the The commercial network thing. I'll be honest. I think the way Australian television is going now, they don't. They're not looking to the future with, okay, these people, okay, there's a bit of success happening there on another network. Let's poach them. Like I'm from a hairdressing background and when I was in Perth and I know that if you were known for something, like I was a colourist and a haircutter, so being known as that and getting a reputation, okay, Josie did great colours – made an interest for all the other salons going well hang on why isn't Josie work for us and we'll offer her more money whereas over here I think TV becomes hesitant it's like okay we'll rework Bert we'll rework Daryl it's all right we'll just give him another lung transplant we'll just get <laughs> him up and running again we'll give him another boring show and they are afraid it's it, America's a little bit of a different demographic. Like there's a lady there who's 75 called Elaine Stitch who does what I do, just gets out and screams, and she is on network TV. She's booking out theatre, studio, everything. So I think the way it is now, I don't think people want to take a chance, but from the conversations I've had with certain industry personnel they go – if we were to pick you up, you have to change, Josie. You can't be yelling at Jeff. Jeff has to be the one yelling at you. And I think they don't <laughs> like the power. They don't like the power shift. Why is that girl Seriously? telling? They don't like it. Like community networks go, fantastic, good on you. Whereas if you look at something like It Takes Two, the stereotypical Grant Denya, non-threatening, grannies aren't going to get threatened. If I had um, my wonderful partners that I have at home, if I say to them, look, I like Grant Denya, they're not going to get threatened. He's two-footed. He's good-looking. They're not going to get threatened by this guy. And then they have Teresa Livingston, the blonde, the token blonde, that's like, oh, hi, oh, we're back on air. Oh, hello. It's non-threatening. People don't have to think about it. It was Chart gives you something to think about. And people that write the hate mail get very aggressive. And they write to us, why do you yell at Jeff, you bitch, you this. you got a fat ass, you got fat teeth, you got everything. I, I, said I was sorry about that. And everything. I know you said you were sorry. And I we thought in the divorce court <laughs> we worked that out.
0: How come, how come none of them ever say... Why doesn't Jeff fight back?
4: Well, see, they it's do. A very good question. And they always—it's it's
0: because you got battered husband syndrome. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah battered
4: husband syndrome, and people yeah. are like, I really feel sorry for Bea. How do you put up with that woman? I love my favorite is, can you replace the host and get a host with more sense? And I think that's fantastic because i I've produced the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the host ain't going anywhere. The only host that's moving is Jeff. But <laughs> oh, really, the contract finishes tomorrow. Those
3: networks—they should look to the future. So wait, yeah. and do an eighty show. That's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: really. Yeah. That's really what we're saying. Researcher, yeah. <laughs> and is there yeah. any, is there any difference with uh, the ABC or SBS? Have you
4: SBS? This is funny. I'm from an Italian background. SBS, really, oh, <laughs> really, you wouldn't think so, no. would you? No, my name Morelli's Italian. <laughs> Just, yeah, Pirelli. I wish it was like the tyres, then I wouldn't have Jeff on the show. I could afford someone more decent, Daryl. <laughs> Maybe I can help him buy another couple of albums. <laughs> um, with SBS, I'm not multicultural enough for them. Get out. No. I am not multicultural enough for them. Not
0: even if you played Plastic Bertrand every week.
4: No, I have tried oh. to sell the point with me talking half-colour the dialect from the region I'm from, and they still and, don't think I'm multicultural enough. And also enough. An
0: excellent salami.
4: <laughs> That's right. So I'm not multicultural enough. ABC appeals to a bit of a white-collar background. However, they, from speaking with them, it's not something that they're not looking at. It's something that they are interested in. But uh, a bit of a grey area.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised, Josie, if uh, we find one of those networks has stolen your idea. Well, it would surpri- track. track
4: Look, it wouldn't surprise me when I started sharp the eighties. I think word must have got out because it was five eighty shows programmed in that week in 2000 there was bob downs fabulous and forgotten there was um the 80s here and now all that sort of stuff was happening so you're constantly finding stuff and i think it's not an imaginative industry we're in anymore people don't want the different they want the same but just different people doing it so it's the same repeated format that's why we have so many reality shows
1: Mm. And maybe Come. maybe if you added uh, SMS voting
4: well, this to, uh, is what we think.
1: To, to see how many votes you could yeah, get I'll use to, Jeff's
4: mobile of phone. people
1: actually <laughs> trying to vote you off the show.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: way you can, say, you can tell us to the network, say we've got this added Look, bottom line, we'll, we do it'll ha- actually make money for you. I like, well,
4: I like it. I like it a lot. Well, maybe we'll talk to Richard Branson. He's a struggler. We'll go to Virgin and we'll talk to them.
0: Well, I'll, uh, I'll get you his phone number in, in the There's, meantime. However, we have to get going. What? I know.
4: Are you tell me to get lost. I, I am? Te- I'm, I'm,
0: I'm telling you, quite, really quite frankly, we've had enough. So the DVD's out through <laughs> Shock Distribution?
4: It is, and it actually gets released on Saturday. So it's all leading retail stores.
0: Fantastic. Thank-, thank you so much, Josie.
4: Look, thank you. Now, um, my G string, I'll leave it here as a token nice. of my interview.
0: Brett, leave it alone. Jeff, stop playing with my bra. <laughs>
4: and, Jeff, thank,
0: thanks for coming in and, uh, you know, we understand. Thanks, guys. <laughs> What's that salute from the I heart? I appreciate it. I don't understand. Brett. I thought it was about me. Thanks very much. Chart-busting 80s can be seen on community television around Australia. Except Perth. Except Perth and Hobart. That's right. But in Mount Gambier. Mm. Mount Gambier Indeed. rocks. We love them. Love you. Listening to Box Cutters. Coming up in Box Cutters, we have a review of The Wedge. We're going to talk about Michael and Gretel on Big Brother and their stout. We'll have some letters to Box Cutters and next... I don't buy it. Are you one of those that follows,
4: Please, follows, follow, follow, deputies, follow. follows the deputies, ads? Deputies, hello, hello, hello. is putting Coke into this. Now professors. I
1: can talk Just
4: as much as I, I want. I've got the sly look, sly look, sly hello, look. Hello hello hello, 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 hello.
2: This is Ricardo Montan.
1: Get me a jury and show me how you can
2: say in July. I'll go down on you. Ah, uh, we love a good bank ad here at uh, Box Cutters. I, I, I've missed them. Uh, I miss them so much, Ross. They're so fantastic. The ad I want to talk about uh, this this week is uh, the Wizard Why Not bank ads. I don't know if either I'm of you... I'm not sure I've seen this. You haven't seen them? Oh, there's a whole series of them. The latest one has a bank manager or somebody who works in the bank walking out of a pizza shop and he, he, he's carrying his pizza. And he runs, like pizza. He, he runs into a bank customer and they're obviously very friendly and on first-name basis because, you know people at wizard know you that well and uh she he kind of kindly asks oh how's it all going and stares at her belly and she gives her belly a bit of a rub because she's pregnant and that's what you do when she's pregnant and apparently it's 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 all quite going quite well but she's a little bit concerned about you know the home loan payments and and she was just kind of wondering if maybe the bank could somehow and he jumps in and says put your home loan on pregnant pause Sure, why not? Then they cut to inside a bank where they're talking to a bank manager, and the bank manager says, That's another example of the wizard home loan, why not attitude?
0: Oh, what? Shall we foreclose on your house? <gasps> Why not?
2: Now I, I happen to think this ad is a little uh, is a little bit misleading. It seems to suggest that if you're with Wizard and you've got a home loan, you can pretty much go in with any harebrained scheme, and they'll go,
0: "Hey, sure, why not? Why
2: not? <laughs> but uh, not?" But on closer inspection of that ad, I noticed that uh, that they had the terms and conditions for this aforementioned pregnant pause that yes. they were talking about. Uh, you know, you can only do it if you've had your home loan for over a year, it only lasts three months, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it's it's not really kind of this this thing that they just kind of thought up on the spot. So what they're actually saying is... Uh, and I assume that the interest doesn't get paused. Oh, <laughs> I think you're quite right in assuming that. <laughs> uh, so what they're actually saying was is here at Wizard... If we've got a deal, and you bank with us, and you're eligible to, <laughs> to to be on this deal, we'll consider you letting you. We'll consider letting you on. We'll say sure, why not? So, wizard home loans. But only
0: if you're your us in the street.
2: Yeah, only <laughs> wizard home loans. I don't buy it.
0: Have. <laughs> How- Dare you show that footage of me? I was. It wasn't like that at all. I'm
2: complaining about the uh, video podcast again. I am, and uh, and that shot of
0: me biting Josie Pirelli's (laughs) leg. That really happened. (laughs) Michael from Big Brother has been evicted from the house.
2: He has now. Now, for those who aren't paying attention, he was the one. He well, he was the one who Big Brother chose as, or no, the audience chose as the insider, insider. and he he had to do all this stuff. Uh, He he was a bit nuts, and he probably would have done most of it anyway. And then Big Brother revealed him as the insider. Everybody was mad at him, and so he decided to keep being the insider and did things like stealing everybody's toothbrushes and all, all kinds of all kinds of crazy crap. And he actually got. Evicted on Sunday night, which because, was yes.
1: p- p- did people find out that
2: he was in the the uh, still the
1: insider? No, people, no, no, no. Because people watching
0: was, at home. That was an unofficial role.
2: <laughs> yes, and, and that's apparently what turned people against him. Yeah. the fact that he, he's here, he a tool. <laughs> He'd just gone from you know doing what Big Brother had asked to just <laughs> to just being a nasty away. person. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, yeah, so that that's kind of what happened to him. But on Monday night, he came back as. They do for the uh, for the nomination show, and usually this is you know a bit of a fluff piece with, with Gretel, and they're just very friendly and she asks, you know oh, have you slept?" and talks about all the media they 've been doing during the day, and then gets the people to comment on all the all the nominations And it's usually it's usually quite an interesting show, but uh, this week's show was particularly interesting as, because there was a bit of a stash between Gretel. And Michael?
0: A bit of a stash. I'm I'm surprised one of them wasn't shanked.
2: (laughs) Because well, what, what basically happened was Michael wanted... Michael started talking about footage of... Gretel asked, what have you been talking about in all your interviews? And Michael mentioned that there was supposedly some edited footage of him apparently kissing the gay guy, David.
1: That's the cowboy gay guy. The yes. cowboy
2: gay guy, David.
1: Not the queenie gay boy.
2: No. no. no, no. <laughs> Rob, Rob, I think. Rob. Uh, and so Gretel straight away was not interested in that and asked, uh, you know, started getting stuck into him about the fact that he was saying that it was that they had edited footage. And he hadn't seen the footage. No, he hadn't seen the footage. And that Which,
1: was, so he had a whole day, and he didn't bother to track somebody, one of his friends,
2: down with the recording. Well, I, I think it would be he'd have he would have it had was a pretty full day. It was
0: a busy day. I mean, the the first day out of you've, he would have had interviews on many radio stations throughout the country. Uh, so yeah, that really would have taken up a lot of time. Plus, you know, sleeping. Might be an option. I don't know. So, you know, in, in his defence, there's that. However, in Gretel's defence, the the footage that they showed was not edited. It was just from
2: well, a very clever well, camera well, angle. Well, I, but, I, and I, it I, it I was don't know a, how, you can, how you can say it. Like, the whole thing's edited. <laughs> That's well, the yeah, whole that, thing. You're not watching 24 hours a day of Big Brother. There, there's always got to be edits. Yeah, and it but, was cut at the end. Like, they they had the footage at the end
1: where they actually walked off and they were laughing together. They cut it off before that. Even
0: up. then, even then before that, it still looked like they were kissing, and then Michael realized that he was on television. Like if, if I if I was watching that, I'd go, That's what that's what happened. If I was watching it from that camera angle, but uh apparently there is another camera angle where the footage can be sent where they're actually Sitting quite, or standing quite far apart, like you know, maybe a meter between them, Mm.
2: and uh, and yeah, Michael's got big lips, but not that big. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really exciting television. I obviously you didn't see it, Brett, but did did you actually see it as it went to air?
0: I did not see it as it Uh, as it went to air. I only saw the aftermath
2: on uh, on the nominations show. Right. Well, it was very it was very exciting television because you know, it's usually, like I said, it's usually such a frothy fluff piece and just suddenly you could see this thing falling to bits and you weren't sure whether Gretel was going to hit him or whether Michael was going to storm out of the studio, which was going to happen first. Eventually, eventually, Gretel kind of threw to the next nomination or threw to the next clip or, or something and maybe, maybe threw to an ad break and for, for the next couple of segments, Michael just wasn't seen. He was just left... Presumably sitting there But you didn't know mm-hmm. uh, So yeah So it was all very exciting Now we were talking no, had, about this now, we,
0: Sorry we, we got a letter from, yes. uh We got a letter from Lyndall During the week Where she sent us Lyndall box cutter Lindle box cutter Where she Lobo. Uh, <laughs> No If anything it's Libo And it's not She'll stick a pencil in your eye I'm sure
1: Libo Libo <laughs> Lindell <laughs> <laughs> Box. Anyway,
0: she says this is, a, this is a small summary of a biggest shit fight From Monday Night's Big Brother This is from the website Behind Big Brother The latest news and gossip on Big Brother Australia Quote, we hear from a Channel 10 employee This is the series of events that took place During Monday's nomination show We cannot confirm it's true Blah, 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 blah. Michael arrives at 10 Studios at 6.30pm Asked to see the Kiss tape uh, they show him I Was Made for Love and You by Kiss. No, I, I threw that in. Ten producers refused, instead asking him to go on the show. Michael goes on the show. First thing Gretel asks is about what reaction Michael got from the public during the day. Michael says about the kiss tape that he demanded to see but was not allowed. Gretel cuts him off and refuses to show tape. Michael explains why he wants to see it. Gretel, thinking Michael was trying to attack her, goes off at Michael. The situation gets out of control. During the ad break, Michael wanted to leave the set, saying, "There's no point of me being on the show tonight if you guys are going to set me up." Producers come over and ask Michael to please stay and apologize. Producers make Gretel apologize on air to Michael.
2: See, I'm not uh, yeah. I'm not too sure about that. From having from having watched it live, Michael is very patronizing and he argues, he argues down to people, and I can see why that would have got Gretel's back up. Uh but I can't imagine the producers doing anything but rubbing their hands and going, hee, he, he, look at all this great publicity. I so can't did imagine. she apologise? Yeah, no. She did apologise on air. But 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 really that that bit of television was
0: as good as last year's Merlin eviction. Yes, a few uh, a few we, was years last last year. No, a few, few years, years back. A few years back. That I mean that was fantastic television as well. So Uh, Yeah, the producers would have been loving it. Plus, what has everybody been talking about today?
2: Yeah. Or this week? But it's interesting the response to that. Most people are saying how, uh, you know, how horrible Gretel was and she wouldn't let him talk and how how mean she's. Uh, I, I really read it the other way around. I thought Michael's a complete turd and. She did well not to just not to just yell him off or cut him off from the interview altogether, and we, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago off air, but Gretel does a great job she really gretel does is a, is a fantastic, fantastic host job. you don't agree i'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not a regular viewer,
1: but i 'm mm. not sold on gretel really I, she's always been one of the worst things about the, the show for me. Oh, oh, I
0: completely disagree. She is the glue that holds it together. Without her, there there would be no Big Brother this, this far.
2: Well, no, see, I, I think, think she's clever. She's very quick. She she can do a million things at once. She's got Big Brother talking in her ear and, you know, it, it's, it's a very hard That job. actually
1: helps. To have a producer in your ear helps really? with D- the presentation. Really?
0: Have you ever tried to have a have a producer in your ear reading... While also reading an audio queue, having got a, a guest producer and having a run right now. <laughs> no, you don't, because that producer would tell you not to talk over me. <laughs> the uh, and also dealing with a live studio audience full of twelve-year-olds who are screaming in, in their pajamas for some reason. I think mm-hmm. I think she does a fantastic job, and uh, I really watch Big I Brother. Like her. I really watch Big Brother only on those episodes uh, that she's on, because Ooh. the
2: other times. There's just no See, I'm point. going to There's go out limb so and uh, isolate myself from both of you. I like Mike Goldman as well. <laughs> right. You're weird. <laughs> I think he does a great job. And I think on the Friday night show well, that you know, they do. I think
0: Hot Dogs does a great job. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the Friday night show that they do, because now. Friday night games. Uh, no, after that, they have the Friday night games and the winner gets a prize and blah, blah, blah. And they do kind of the follow-up show an hour later after, currently after punk And they're doing lots of lots of fun stuff on that at the moment. They've got a a psychic in to try and tell them who's going to be evicted next week, and they also have a goat. (laughs) And the goat goes and licks the picture of the person that he thinks (laughs) will be evicted, and the goat's beating the psychic considerably. Oh, that's fantastic! Stuff like that. I think. I think. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, I haven't seen that show. And they have uh, they have they had Reggie on this week. Reggie's always great value. She's. So incredibly stupid <laughs> so so are those
1: two regular other commentators on Friday night Games in the, the latest show because they shit me to
2: tears, Bree and uh um, frizy Bree and frizy yeah. sometimes sometimes not
0: right yeah i don't care I don't care for them as, at all they're they're not in any way an adhesive
2: for, for that show, so if you're playing along at home, Gretel, some good, some bad, Goldman some good some bad, I like yep. Mike Goldman. Oh, there you go. Excellent. Yeah.
0: The kids the kids yeah. in the, the big brother two. house. Yeah. All bad.
2: Oh, I was just thinking the other night when I was watching it, I'd like to go in there with an electric cattle prod. <laughs> <gasps> just the one the one with fake breasts. Crystal Crystal. She's not
0: the one with fake breasts, she's the one who has announced her fake breasts.
2: Okay, the one who has announced her fake breasts was complaining the other night because she got Botox. It cost her $400 and it only lasts a week. And she followed this up by saying, And I was working a crappy job and I only was getting paid $8 an hour and it was such a rip-off because I had to buy food to live and, you know, like, whatever. Don't get the
0: Botox, then you stupid idiot. It's it's not like complaining. Oh, tram tickets are so expensive. It's completely exactly exactly. Oh, what a f- what a fool! I'm thing. telling
2: you, c- cattle prod. When does <clears throat> when does it finish? uh oh, not for months, Not
0: months and months and months. There's so much <laughs> that, more. Of they've a threat. probably
2: got another hundred intruders
0: yet. You're gonna love it by the end of it. Yeah. We'll be back with a review of the wedge. <laughs> The Wedge, a new TV comedy on Channel 10, aired for the first time this week, and uh, we've got a special review.
2: Yeah, well, there's that old adage that, uh, you know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Thanks, Ross. On with the show. i postman. I have a letter for you. No, I'm just the postman. Postman. Postman.
0: Brett is going with the first <laughs> letter to box
1: cutters. <laughs> a letter from a listener, Alex. It's all right, we'll let it that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex, um, who sent us a letter about the wedge. And uh, I read from his email. My God, fellas, I'm halfway through the abortion that is the wedge. I mean, yeah, there's been one or two giggles, but... It's just a really piss-weak comedy ink, which was a piss-weak full frontal, which was a piss-weak fast forward, which was a piss week You get the picture. It's just another laugh-track-infused sketch comedy show, so yeah, whoever wrote it had a few ideas for, a quick, for a quick sketches and tried to very loosely string them together behind the premise of the characters of a small town to try and trick the viewers that they weren't just watching another fast show wannabe, even if it was funny. How long could the ideas they came up with at the pub last before the shitty well runs dry? I'm all for Aussie comedy, but the late show this ain't. Ah, that feels better. Give up the good work, boys.
0: Alex. Thanks, Alex. Mm. Uh, Alex? It did
2: have
1: hot dogs in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it did. It did have hot dogs in it. Did he have crappy uh, crappy graphics that uh, he half stood behind? No, but he did have crappics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the graphics are good.
0: In, yeah, it was in unexpected. Fact, <laughs> he, he wasn't the only thing in that show that had graphics. <laughs> I think mean, I got graphics halfway through watching it. Uh this is from uh Paul who wishes to from now on be known as Paul Boxcutter.
2: Excellent. He
0: says in, in his I, th- email, I think
2: that should stick. So that was Alex Boxcutter Alex Boxcutter before. Yes. And this is and Paul Box. Boxcutter. Expo. <laughs> And Parvo.
0: He says, uh, now, as we all know, Channel 7 has the AFL, and now, even though it's in a deal with 10 for the AFL, they have effectively stolen motorsport from 10. This uh, is about the V8 supercar challenges. Channel 7 now have the rights to to those, Uh, which uh, Channel 10 was making its Sunday afternoon lineup, which is true. It's nothing but motorsport. On 10. More interestingly, and although I'm not able to confirm this, the understanding I have is that in order for 7 to fit in all of the AFL and motorsport, it is lobbying the AFL into more Twilight games on a Sunday so it can lead into AFL with the V8s. What a testosterone-filled afternoon that's going to be. <laughs> I figure this ain't being reported as it does make Channel 7 look like AFL isn't its biggest priority, which I think is a fair point. Uh, And he talks a a, a little bit about an article he sent us uh, where uh, Channel 7 pretty much failed to recognise that the main reason that the awareness of the V8s has been on the improve is the steady support from Channel 10. then he goes on to say how much he loves our
2: show and blah, blah, blah. And and follows it up with, and your prediction sucked about the soccer. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He did follow it up with your prediction sucked. That that, that goes without saying.
1: Um, (laughs) From Kerry, or Kerbo, on It Takes Two. Or...
2: Kerry box cutter.
0: Oh. I think it's just Kerry box cutter. Oh. I think, I can, in fact, that's Kerry calling now. I can hear, feel my pocket vibrating, saying, uh, "Pencil in your eye."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, box cutters. First the stars were dancing, then they joined the circus. They had a stab at science. They tried to find out who was the cleverest. There were also people pretending to be the stars. And now the stars are going to sing. I've just seen the ad for It Takes Two and I can't take it anymore. Please make them stop. What's next? Shopping with the stars? Conducting with the stars? Maths with the stars? Web design with the stars? How but do we stop these stars? I don't even know who most of them are, but you have to do something.
0: That's beautiful, Carrie. Thank you so much. And if you want to send your letters to boxcutters, you can send them to. Hooray
2: Hooray. at boxcutters.net. And also, just specify whether you want to be a a Brett type abbreviation or if you want to be your first name. I'm not sure if Alex should be Expo or Elbow.
0: (laughs) I think he should be Alex (laughs) Boxcutter.
2: Yeah. So, send your. uh, Specify when you're sending your emails. Yeah. Yeah. you don't have to.
0: You don't have to, but th- that would be nice.
2: Yeah, it would be. That would be and, nice. and don't think that if you shorten it in Brett's way, that Brett will necessarily read out your letter either. I know that might be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, don't forget also to check out our merchandise. You can purchase it if you go to cafepress.com slash boxcutters, or there's an excellent link on boxcutters.net right on the top left-hand side of the page. It says, buy something pretty.
2: And if you remember the original boxcutter shows where there was a quiz and the prize was winning the T-shirts, we promise they will come one day. The
0: T-shirts will come. I still have a list of all the prize winners... (laughs) You know what It's just Because the post Has been on strike
2: Thank you so much For
1: your patience on those Also thank you so much To Triple R Whose studios we use To record this Every single week And uh, if you liked Jeff Jenkins And you want to hear More of him Then you can actually Tune in to Triple R This Saturday For off the record Between 10 and 12 In
2: the morning And And he'll be on there. And a big thank you To Jeff and Josie as well
0: How great were they As guests guests?
2: Fantastic guests I
0: I love them And you know Josie let me bite her leg
2: That was weird Well if you're watching the video podcast, you got a lot more than just Ooh. if you're listening. <laughs> and uh,
0: thanks for listening as well. I am Josh Canal.
2: Ross McQuaid.
1: Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bat channel.
0: And hey, let's be careful out there.